What did we just watch, Amy? <laughs> well, we just we watched Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Except it's Saturday, and we saw it on Wednesday. So did we saw it on Wednesday. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we have to remember back. Oh no! Didn't get a chance to. It was a long time record ago. It. Uh, right away. I'm sure we'll still have thoughts, still have opinions. Yeah, yeah, I wrote down some thoughts and and opinions. Um, I was so incredibly down in the dumps after seeing (laughs) episode nine. Um, I was so sad. Uh, and probably some of that is, like, the end of the holidays, going back to the regular world kind of blues. Gotta go live in the real world. Um, but I think it was also just, like very disappointed in nine in like a very hopeless like the ending to me was hopeless <laughs> and i guess i'll explain why yeah, we're gonna have to explore that explore um, why it seemed it hopeless doesn't, it doesn't on uh first blush necessarily seem like a hopeless film in in the well the fa- yeah. like like the the fans are supposed to like this. Yeah. This is a film for the fans. Uh, oh, and in case you've never listened before, we're, this is full of spoilers. <laughs> yeah, we. This is just our first impressions. No research. No research. Just. Uh, no research. All spoilers. <laughs> all spoilers. So if you have not seen nine, yeah, or eight or seven, which will come up, yeah, Luke uh, dies. Then no, you're supposed to tell no spoilers first. What? That was a spoiler for the last movie. I, well, I don't know how long spoilers. Uh, <laughs> What, what the statute of limitations are. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the fact that Luke is dead is is something that is hanging over this movie in a lot of interesting ways, though. Mm. So, it's not a spoiler for this movie. It's definitely no, a spoiler it's for... It's not for... The uh, Last spoiler. Jedi. Yeah, yeah. So, if you're that behind, too bad. Too bad, I've spoiled Felicity. <laughs> Felicity's back. Yeah, she missed back her last two podcasts. Um, she's trying to knock over my drink. Yeah. She was nearby. She just didn't get on microphone yeah 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 so i have less energy around this one because it was just so depressing <laughs> to me overall that's, that's interesting and um and i wrote down why it was depressing why it was depressing <laughs> why i didn't like it um so do you just want to get to the big spoilers first the big important terrible things oh sure yeah or what, what do you want? Where do you want to start? I don't know. I so, <laughs> I so you were fine until we started recording, and you're I like, know. "Oh no, I have to think about." I these have to things think about it again. I didn't Why like. was it so depressing? Well, here's what. Here's what. Here's what. Um, I think the movie was fine. Like it was fine. <laughs> um, I think whether you like this or not is going to come down to the two camps of if you liked the Last Jedi mm-hmm. or you hated the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked The Last Jedi. Yeah, I think so. so we both really liked The Last Jedi. I liked it that we watched it again over this break. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked it a lot more yeah. think, than the first time I saw it. Um, I think it was a really tight plot. It was much more engaging throughout. Mm-hmm. Everything served a plot purpose. All of the fights were telling the story of the plot. Mm-hmm. Um... And I think I think I was kind of down when I saw the Last Jedi, and we had a lot of discussions about it. And I'm Felicity I, is I'm really wondering. Like Felicity's like <laughs> sniffing the mic right now. Yeah. Do you smell? And I'm wondering if that's going to show up in the audio. <laughs> I'm not going to check because we don't edit this at all. Uh, but 
if you just smelled, if you just heard that sniffing, that was, that uh, was Felicity. Uh, Felicity smelling the mic. <laughs> um, yeah, so The Last was, Jedi was was a solid film. Very, very good movie. And, and I think was trying to push Star Wars into an interesting direction. Yeah, yeah. And, but it took some digestion for me to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some conversations with you mm-hmm. um, and kind of talking about at first it's like really heartbreaking that you find Luke is in like self-exile he made this horrible mistake mm-hmm. um, and he's just gone he's a grumpy old man he's a grumpy old man um, but you put it in the context of like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda were both self-exiled Jedi mm-hmm. masters and like there's something that's going on yeah. with these Jedi masters that there's something well, and um, that's not working. Yeah, with being a and Jedi. Even when like we get the appearance of Yoda in the Last Jedi, and he's like, you know, maybe it's time for this to be over. And Yoda explicitly sets the Jedi tree on fire. Yeah, because Luke can't do it. Because <laughs> Luke can't he do it. Hesitates. And Yoda's like, screw that, Jedi are done. Like this is yeah. this is not the right system. Right, and and so that took some digestion. I we just watched the movies with Mikey like like kind of Star Wars teaser. Yeah. And he put it in perspective too for me with the prequels. Mm-hmm. Like the Empire came about when the Jedi ruled everything. Yeah, when the Jedi were in power. Um so that didn't work. Like the Jedi in power also didn't work. Mm-hmm. It, it allowed and they made some major mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I think I think it's a really interesting read that, like, Mikey hinted at, and uh, a Harris Bomber guy is going to put out um, a prequel episode at some mm-hmm. point. Um, he's been he's been teasing it for years now about how much he likes the prequels. Um, but there's there's a lot of interesting things going on there of, like, the Jedi are bad, maybe? Well, there's a balance, right? There's yeah. a balance between good <laughs> and evil. Um, or light and dark. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think... What else about The Last Jedi was upsetting? Um, so that... It was mostly Luke in exile. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt hopeful for me by the end. Because yeah. Luke comes back. He has this great showdown with Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Jedi tree gone. Like, I felt like we were going to go somewhere. There's a, And then the scene at the end with the boy... Moving the broom. Yes. Oh, that was the other thing. Ray is nobody. Yeah. That was the big reveal in the Last Jedi. That's right. Ray is nobody. Ray is nobody. And she that, doesn't come from any anything important. Initially, that was really disappointing for me too because I was buying into the like the Skywalker legacy, legacy, the Jedi legacy. Um, but again, as more and more as we we talked about it and realized, like the Force comes to anyone. You don't have to be a legacy. It's not a birthright. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's equal opportunity. Who it, who it comes to. It's not to. a genetic thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that it was actually really powerful that Rey is nobody. Yeah. She comes from from nothing, no lineage, um, which upset a lot, a lot of fans. It did. Um, I, think, I think it upset fans because there is, um, for better or worse, uh, The Force Awakens has a lot of hints of, like, maybe Rey is important. Right. Um, and yeah, I think, and rewatching that again, yeah. like how easily she gets on the Millennium Falcon, like it, it does build up the the theories that maybe mm-hmm. she is a Skywalker. Yeah, or a well, solo. she's she's drawn to Luke's lightsaber. 
Um, which um, I accidentally saw this. A- I saw this afterwards. I was trying to avoid like even reading spoilers after we saw it until we talked about mm-hmm. it. Not spoilers, but like analysis. Um, she finds Luke's lightsaber in the Force Awakens. Uh, gives it to him in The Last Jedi, and he throws it away, which is, mm-hmm. like, the more I wa- think about that scene, the more perfect it is. Like, it's such an amazing thing when she- he takes it and just tosses it over his mm-hmm. shoulder. He's like, no, not at all. Um, and then it breaks at the end of the movie. Right, which is never addressed in never The Force addressed Awakens. In, like, in the it la- got repaired. The yeah, We're not even we going to say it. it. We fixed it. Um, but, like, that's some freaking powerful symbolism in The Last Jedi that this icon, like this lightsaber that was Anakin's lightsaber and it became Luke's lightsaber was this sort of like, was broken and Mm -hmm. destroyed right? and like where do you go from there Um, and the answer is you repair it off screen and nobody talks about it. Yeah, we'll talk about the disaster that is J.J. Abrams in general. But in J.J. Abrams directing, really the first and last of this trilogy um Loves setting up mystery boxes. You can go see his TED talk about, like, ooh, what's the mystery? What's the big secret? And he doesn't really care about what the, what the answer is. Um, and so Force Awakens set up a lot of mysteries. Who is Rey? What's up with the First Order? Who is this Snoke guy who in um, Force Awakens is mostly depicted as, like, a giant hologram to make right. him superimposing? Giant. And weird. I'm like, what's up with that guy? Where'd he come from? He wasn't in the previous... And and Ryan Johnson, to his credit, came in with The Last Jedi and said, none of that matters. <laughs> and that made a lot of people mad. Because a lot of people really liked Force Awakens. And yeah. it felt like Star Wars to them. And the way the prequels hadn't, which I don't know how to get into because I don't... I, I view them very equally. But... I mean, we talk about the fans monolithically. Let's not forget how controversial The Force Awakens came with a female lead yes, protagonist. absolutely. You know, two people of color as her sidekicks, uh-huh. a black stormtrooper. Like, that one was like, people were losing their minds. That's true. That is absolutely true. When that true. first preview came out. <laughs> um, so... And there's all the Ray is a Mary Sue talk. Ray's too powerful. She's too good at everything. Yeah, and 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 so and that has continued. That certainly continued in the Last mm-hmm. Jedi with like Rose coming on as a supporting mm-hmm. character, and then all of the women leaders. Um, yeah. Turns out Rose was mostly deleted from the most recent film. Yeah, that's another reason I'm real sad. Yeah, like not like she was like not just right oh, they, now. They filmed stuff and then removed it. Real. <laughs> I'm real, real mad about. Yeah, Rose is another example of in the Last Jedi of sort of the idea that you know heroism can come from anywhere. You know that she is explicitly yeah. this sort of nobody of a character who even idolizes the people that were kind of nobodies before. She like yeah. idolizes Rey and Finn right. and she's Poe. She's a nobody. She is a maintenance worker. Uh huh. And although we we always I, I think we always ignore or forget the fact that Finn was a janitor. Yeah. Like, it's used for a joke in The Force Awakens and mm-hmm. then kind of moved past, um, which is annoying. Uh, but, yeah, like, by the even by the start of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, like, Poe's a general, and Finn's a general, and they're all... Like, and now they're like in charge, and I was like, "Where is the lady leadership again?" Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Laura Dern's mm-hmm. like. Obviously, she couldn't come fi- back. Right, right, right. <laughs> She's but that 
thought of that kind of of leadership was new mm-hmm. um of actually developing you see in the other films when they're all getting together mm-hmm. like with the generals and yeah. they're never really characterized or named i mean the, the closest you have that i could ever think of is like mon mothma who was in the original trilogy mm-hmm. maybe just the first one i don't remember specifically i think i think the first three um who was a woman and a general and sort of a leader of the resistance yeah they don't have to be lady generals. They I don't like the phrase the lady generals. That's fair. I'm I'm just using it <laughs> to describe that they are generals and also women. And women. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh so many thoughts. Okay. The Finn and Poe are generals. Um, mm-hmm. um okay. So where to where to start? <laughs> have we not started? <laughs> we have started. Um which criticism? Um, no, I wanted. To, I really want to start with because I think it is, is. We've been kind of talking around it. Um, how monumentally stupid it is to not only bring back Emperor Palpatine, but to also make Rey his granddaughter. Like that means nothing to me. I have no connection to Palpatine. I don't think about him. Like, he was the big bad in the first two trilogies. Yeah. Um, and they retroactively made him the big bad in this one by saying that secretly it he was masterminding so everything. forced. So forced. And, I mean, just in the intro title sequence, I turned to Kevin and I was like, this looks like an eight-year-old's first draft. A of- dead speak. Yeah, it was just so bad. It, it was what I imagined, play, you know, as eight-year-olds, you're going to play Star Wars. Yeah. This is the story you might set up. I brought up. Emperor Palpatine back from the dead, and now he's part robot. Like, just this, the language of it, I mean, was yeah. was so elementary... Mm-hmm. Out of out of the style of the Star Wars titles, mm-hmm. I think as well. Yeah, and we get to see the vat of Snoke clones, right? So Jenny Nicholson, <laughs> bingo one <laughs> that there would be Snoke clones. Oh God, just and and like okay, yeah, Snoke was meaningless. I get that. I that was in Ryan Johnson's, but to go like. Well, no, really he was meaningless because actually it was Emperor Palpatine pulling the strings and puppeteering the whole, the whole time. time. Um, which I haven't I haven't done a sort of deeper analysis and see if that actually makes any sense. But my gut says no. no. And I don't think we're even going to go into the point of, of what they may have retconned in Rise of Skywalker versus what they may have had planned from yeah. the beginning of the trilogy. I personally don't think they had anything planned from the beginning of the trilogy which is like i just that is just um that's lazy writing it's jj abrams yeah i know it's jj abrams (laughs) you know you're gonna have a trilogy you should at least map out like what you want it to be what he wanted to come in i i think he wanted to come in set up a bunch of cool mysteries and then walk away not unlike he's done with a lot of his other properties and he got real he and fans got mad at ryan johnson's Mm -hmm. script which, it's not like that script just happened. That had to be focus grouped the hell out of because it's Disney. Yeah, like, there this, so many people So involved. many people who had to, to, you know, check it off and yeah. say, this is fine. It did not just appear. Yeah, well, I think when they were making Last Jedi, they were in much the same way that 
uh, Rise, or the Force Awakens mirrors A New Hope, um, often to the point of absurdity in some cases. Yeah, it is the same, like, it is beat, beat for, for beat. beat. Um, uh, episode four, first movie yeah. from 1970-whatever. Yeah. Um, I think? Um, yeah, beat for beat, the same movie. A, a, a New Hope is The Force Awakens and vice versa. Right. And I think with The Last Jedi, they were trying to do the same thing that they did with Empire. Empire was considered the darkest of the trilogy. It ends on a real downer note. You know, Han Solo's frozen in carbonite. We don't really know where things are going from here. It's sort of like, that's it? That's the end of the... Oh, he's his dad? Uh, what now? Um, now being that Ryan Johnson is a good writer and director, he could pull from that and thematically match that without having to just do the same movie. Um... Which is why I think we ended up with the Last Jedi the way it is was mm-hmm. sort of like we're gonna this is gonna be the down point in our upward swing, which is very common in trilogies. Right. You have the second movie is always the hardest in a trilogy. Yeah, absolutely, um, you sort of have your big opening, your your what do you do in the middle, and then your grand finale, mm-hmm. which this matches. They just matched it by erasing everything that happened in the middle movie. Right. And it would be interesting to compare Rise of Skywalker beat for beat for Return of the Jedi. They both got Ewoks. I don't (laughs) remember Return of the Jedi as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there were... So, Return of the Jedi was definitely, like, the biggest movie for Palpatine in the original trilogy. Um, It's when we saw him the most. He did Force Lightning from his hands for the first time. Mm -hmm. So, those were all, like, thematically relevant. Um... I don't think it was as beat for beat close to Return of the Jedi, um, but I could be wrong there. Yeah, um, a Vader do- got thrown down a hole. That was a thing. Or not, it was Emperor Palpatine got thrown down a hole in the first movie. Um, where this time it was Kylo Ren, who was fine. He came back out of the hole and then he died. Well, he sacrificed himself as Darth Vader does. Yeah, yeah. He sacrificed himself for the the hero. Yeah. Of, of the film. And they kissed. They got a big big old smooch. Hashtag Raylo. Why did they smooch? I don't know. Seems kind of out of place. <laughs> like, they, they definitely had, like, a tension between them, but it was never, yeah. like, a romantic tension. Yeah. I read never read it as that. It was like... Oh, I definitely see how it could have gone. Like, yeah. How some, and, and so they did. Yeah. So they well, did. I mean, there were certainly a lot of Raylo shippers out there who, who were big into that. Uh, yeah. This is why it was so depressing for me. Yes. I think. By the end of the film, I was getting mad throughout the film of no Felicity. She's definitely back and ready to play. (laughs) Um, and bite my pen. All of these things that happened through the film, we find out Ray is, is not a nobody. They wrote Rose out. Um, so it was getting... Real clunky CGI on, um... Leia. Yeah, they, um, and some real clunky, um, dialogue. For Leia? No, in in general. general, In general, some real clunky dialogue. So I was getting more and more mad Mm -hmm. and upset about it. But the reason that this was so upsetting to me is because, hi, Felicity. Let's see if we can find you. (laughs) She doesn't want me to tell you, I guess. Um, Why is it so depressing? No. (laughs) 
Because this ended, to me, just like The Return of the Jedi, right? The force of good wins. The the, Repu- the resistance wins. The Vader character uh, becomes good only at the end and, and dies mm-hmm. in order to save the hero. Um, the Empire, you're the First Order. Has, the final order now. The final <laughs> order has fallen. Uh, everybody's celebrating at the end. Palpatine dies. Palpatine <laughs> dies. Again. And, and the resistance is all cheery. And I got to the end credits and I was like, I don't know how to feel at the end of this film. Because I know from this is how Return of the Jedi ends. Mm-hmm. And it's not a happy ending as it turns <laughs> out. Because all of these characters could have a child that turns to the dark side. <laughs> they can make bad decisions. Yeah, they can go self-exile. Like, this could all happen in exactly the same thing, and we're going to get another trilogy in 30 years. And so, why should I celebrate? Why should I be happy that the good guys won? It made me very pessimistic just about the future and growing older. Um, because of how, like sad to me these stories ended of leia luke and han solo mm-hmm. um that you can do something great as a young person and it can all fall apart when you're older and you know like that's dark to me it's very pessimistic yeah um, it's, it's interesting though hearing that description being and I, I don't disagree with you like i i see exactly what you're saying but then in comparison to something like the Last Jedi, which you walked out of feeling like hopeful I on did. your second view, I did. like you're like, oh, they're like things are bad, but there's hope. There's, they're going to change things. They're not going to make the same mistakes, not, yeah. over and over. Then they made or, the same mistakes the same, over and over. Uh, yeah, the exact same plot. <laughs> uh huh. Um, so we do get this idea that the Jedi are going to return with yeah with Rey, even though she buries her two lightsabers and ends up with another one. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I was so angry and it upset meant, by the end. They get to sell yellow lightsabers now, too, in the merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Leia had I a lightsaber that we, that we got. Leia made a lightsaber off screen. Don't worry about it. Done. Look, here's um, Leia's lightsaber so we can have right, two of them so at the Right, so the Jedi end. can continue, you know, they can have... And this can all happen again. So why should I feel hopeful? A great question. Can I tell you what my fan theories were going into this movie? Not not like hearing that people didn't like it, but like what I expected this movie to be mm-hmm. from sort of the end of Last Jedi and where I thought things were going to go mm-hmm. um, was I thought, I hoped, I hoped, I don't know that I ever thought this because I knew J.J. Abrams was in charge. Um, I hoped that the rise of Skywalker was not going to be literal in the sense of like, oh, it's Rey Skywalker now, and she has risen, because uh, that's dumb and boring. Mm-hmm. And we had just been told that like none of that matters in the previous movie. So my hope was that we were going to get a situation where, like, Kylo and Rey did have a meeting of minds. Like they came together, and they destroyed not only the Sith but also the Jedi. And they they said, we need to create a new path forward, and we're going to call it, in memory of my family, the Skywalker. And so, because we had Return of the Jedi and then Rise of the Skywalker, Mm -hmm. like, you can match that very easily, and then that was going to be the new 
forward-moving thing of getting past this sort of black-white, evil-good, light-dark binary and say, like, hey, there's a third path forward. There's another way that we can do this. Um, and I think all of that had been set up in the previous two movies. Were you hoping for that, or is that just what you thought? No, I was hoping for a- that. I would, have, I would have liked that also. Like, it would have been good. Um, but I think a more competent director could have done that. Mm-hmm. Could have looked at everything that had happened and said, hey, this is a cool direction that we could go in. Assuming they were also stuck with the the title Rise of Skywalker. Like, okay, that's our title. we got to do something with it. Because um, here it means almost nothing. Right, in the sense that Kylo Ren is good. I he guess he's not himself. a Skywalker technically, but... Um, he's and a, then Ray takes the last name of Skywalker at the very <laughs> end. Um, which was... I didn't care. Oh, I was... Like I said, I was done. Yeah. I, I uh, was forlorn. Was probably the best. Mm-hmm. This movie made me feel yeah, forlorn. Chewie got a medal. That, that's the level of... Do you, do you know what that was a reference to? No, I... That's okay. It was the... It was... So, in the original Star Wars, when it was just called Star Wars, before we even had A New Hope, um, they blow up the Death Star, and then they go to a planet, and they have a big celebratory moment where everybody's very excited at the end. And Luke, Han, and Leia, or Luke and Han, maybe, are given medals, like, mm-hmm. at the end. And it's always been, like, a joke in the fandom that Chewie was standing there next to them but never got a medal. Oh, Ew. And it is kind of a weird Ew. thing. Like, why didn't Chewie get a medal? Is he a dog? Is that is he not? So now at the end so of literally Leia's at the life. end of this movie, someone Maz, um, who was a such a wasted character in all three of these films, yep. um, gives Chewie a medal, and for no reason that makes sense in the context of the movie, like she's like here for you. Well, that's what Leia was holding on to. When she does her last... Oh, was it? It was when she was doing her last force communication. That's worse. <laughs> she was holding on to it. And then she That's died and worse. Like, her hand fell. Oh, I missed that. Because I was trying to figure out what was going on with that, and none of it made any sense. Like, how did, how did Leia... Did she fix Ben? Did she fix him? Did she convince him? I think she distracted him long enough... That Ray could kill him, which she did, but then she brought him back. Well, she didn't. He didn't actually die, but yeah. he was on his way to dying. Yeah, Ray brought him back because life force. Life force. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a thing I don't care about at all. Like any inconsistencies on like the fact that force powers basically change from movie to movie weirdly doesn't bother me because um, it's all made up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Um, like I don't remember the force having healing powers before, but it's fine. Um. Yeah. I just took it as Ray was like super special. Like she had the best force she had the power. Best force. So if you were the most powerful with the force you could, you could do heal the people. life sure. uh, the life force. I'm fine with that. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I don't know the stuff with Leia bugged me. I can't put my finger on why. I we all know that they had a tough deal. Yeah. the actor died. The actor died. And, so, and you cannot replace Carrie Fisher. 
Right. You, you can't replace Carrie Fisher, so you've got... That is going to affect how you... Mm-hmm. How you... But I feel like they right. chose the worst way to deal with this. I don't know. Like, she didn't need to die. She didn't need to film. die in the film. In the film, yeah. At all. Um. Honestly, I think The Last Jedi had a better memorial to Carrie Fisher in it mm-hmm. before she died. Yeah. And I feel like they could have done, technologically, I feel like they could have done more than mm-hmm. they actually did. I don't know if there were legal constraints as well on what yeah. kind of they could do. Well, it sounds like most of the, all of the stuff was like cut footage from Rise of, not Rise of God, Force, Force Awakens, um, which is fair. Like you, you'll, you work with what you got, um, but it all felt so stilted and fake. And, like, the fake Leia at the end of the Rebellion one, get the Death Star plans. Oh, Rogue One. Rogue One was way more realistic. Yes. Than this actual footage of Carrie Fisher. Yes, which is why I had, (laughs) I Um, thought they'd be fine. And they could. Yeah, I did. I kind of thought they would be fine. They would be fine. They weren't. But also, like, her story didn't. I, I still don't think her story made a lot of sense, no. even with what they did with it. No, it didn't. It didn't. There, well, there were so many things that didn't make sense. <laughs> Fair um, enough. They really, they really just ignored her. Yes, which I think they ignored her without while pretending not to. Like I think you could have done a better job of ignoring her in a lot of other ways. Yeah, I. I'm so and she had a, uh, we do get her lightsaber. Yeah, like, there, she made there a lightsaber. There are things that, that are important to Leia that happen. Like, she had another lightsaber. Mm-hmm. She had a, a prophecy dream or you mm-hmm. know, vision that her son would die, like, yeah. before her. Um, yeah, I think you could have done a lot of those things without creepy CGI footage. And it's not even CGI. Like, it's actual footage of Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out why it looked so bad. I don't know. I uh, I felt like they had also aged her back a little bit. Like she had less wrinkles than last Jedi. It wouldn't Jedi. surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. I I felt like like she looked significantly younger um, than yeah, that's than would have been the case for exactly the Force what, Awakens. Uh, Carrie Fisher would have wanted. Yeah. No. I, that was, I was like, well, that fits in with everything else they've done to her. Um, yeah, so Leia's kind of a non-entity mm-hmm. in in this film. And, yeah, except and she kind of helps redeem Kylo. Kylo. I guess. And then she joins the Force Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of Force Ghosts, I know you were super checked out by this point, but how how ridiculous was it to have every Force Ghost Jedi from all three nine movies really ridiculous talk to Ray because we don't even remember who they all are like Sam Jackson was in there yeah yeah no it was all the people from the prequels <laughs> like none of those people mean anything to her. Palpatine means nothing to Ray yeah like oh this was this great villain who was the king of the Empire like she didn't she didn't wasn't alive when the Empire existed like None of this matters. Like, I, I can't imagine why any of this would matter to Rey. 
Um, I can imagine why it might matter to, like, Luke, who's dead, Leia, who's about to be dead, but, like, nobody else would care about this lineage. Right, so you don't get a lot of emotion, emotional points in this film where you really feel... Well, they certainly filmed it like you were. Oh, yeah. Lots of big reveals and, like, oh, no. Yeah. You're a Palpatine. Your parents were junk traders, but also I was their parent. I don't. That didn't make any sense to me. I wasn't expecting the Palpatine reveal, like for Ray. I did think I that, had that I, spoiled. I, oh, I knew okay. it was coming. Uh, yeah. So I was surprised in that way, but not in like a <laughs> not a good surprise. Not a not in a good way. <laughs> not um, in a like. Oh, that explains everything. Well, because that's what I think it was. I think it was the equivalent of Ray being half droid in the Alan Dean Foster treatment mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is why she's so good at the Force. Yeah, she's descended from Palpatine, who is mm-hmm. the bestest at the Force. Yeah, yeah, then, but at the same time, so J.J. Abrams is, is saying, no, you you need the birthright here, and oh, then yeah. at the end when they have they, the Resistance finally gets support from all over the galaxy. That one made me mad. And, like, they're they're not a Navy. They're just people. And so it's okay. <laughs> it's not okay to lose the birthright people. We should feel, like, very special things towards them. But all of the regular people are fine to just sacrifice their lives uh-huh. in... In, yeah. to, to defeat the Empire. Like, well, so- we just send the soldiers off to die. Yeah. And... So I got super mad about that and, like, Lando's whole part of, like, we're sending Lando off to find all the people who believe in us, who have hope. Like, that was literally the ending of The Last Jedi. Was, like, we're going to be the spark that lights the fire of the Resistance. Yes, there's not many of us left, but we can broadcast this message of hope and we're going to do it. No one listened. And no one listened, except at the end of this movie they did. (laughs) Why was it different? I don't know. That one made me mad. I'm like, you just... So, first of all, you negated the point of the first movie, or the movie before this. Well, they had done that a dozen times. They had done that a dozen times already. more. Yes. But they did it again with this particular thing. And then un- and then did it again. Because it was actually a good plot point. <laughs> and we needed to have uh, Lando Calrissian piloting the Millennium Falcon again for a reason. Because we couldn't have a Leia storyline, yeah. apparently. We didn't have a Lando storyline, though. No, we didn't. He shows up in the desert, because we go back to a different desert We were supposed to rely on that it was a cameo, basically. Yeah. It didn't serve a plot. Yeah. And it was fine as a cameo. But there was nothing interesting about it. Uh, Weirdly, I wish they'd killed off Chewie. Um... In, like, the scene where, like, Chewie dies, we think he's dead, oh no, she blew up the thing. Never mind, it was a different one. There were so many fake-outs like that in the mm-hmm. movie that I got tired of them. That you didn't know when to feel, oh, this is actually Yeah, like, oh, Chewie final, died, like, that's dead. a big deal, like. Right, CP3PO dies. Yeah. Um, but comes back. But comes back. <laughs> but Leia dies for real. Yeah. Um, so I, I did think they were just going to kill off everyone from the original trilogy by I mean, the they, end. they have. They've killed off all of the major characters from the original trilogy. But uh, Well, we still have Chewie, and we still have the droids. Yes, we still have Chewie and, Chewie and the droids. That's true. Um, Chewie's got to be one of the saddest people 
in the universe. Yeah, I did feel real bad for him when he came back and they said that Lee had died. Because, like, okay, all of his friends now... Are dead. But it's okay, because we've defeated the Empire, and it's absolutely never, ever going to happen again. Unless it does. Uh, yeah, what if what if a different what if Kylo Ren comes back and he's evil again, or some other random? Yeah, yeah. If if, if this movie taught me anything, it's that change is impossible in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> They're stuck in an endless cycle. Yeah. So why like why feel any hope at the end of this film? They got thirty years until the next Empire yeah. fully asserts itself. I'm gonna check the computer to make sure it's still recording. Um. Yeah. Uh. When Ray goes back to Luke's island and burns her ship, and Luke, I felt bad for Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> the lines were so bad. And it I was just, so bad, and like it was literally like, "Hey, let's undo everything." In one, in one sentence, he said, "I was wrong." And that was it. Everything from The Last Jedi is undone. All of that character growth, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And it's not even in good dialogue. No. Yeah, I was wrong. Take my X-Wing. We didn't do anything with... We didn't do anything with Luke. I thought he was going to come back. Because of the way The Last Jedi ends Mm -hmm. and have, like, some showdown or reconciliation with Kylo Ren. Mm -hmm. That would have been cool. Nope. Nope. He shows up on his planet. He's just on that one planet where he force ghosted. I was wrong to spend the last 30 years of my life in exile because... The Jedi are good, actually. And and so I felt even more depressed yeah. by that. Okay, so I was up, you know, The Last Jedi was really moving. I had come to terms with, like, why he was in exile, why all these Jedi Masters yeah. go into exile. It's probably time for something new. I, co- I come to terms with it. I decided I liked that storyline. Mm-hmm. And then, nope, that was just a waste. Yeah, of, I was know, wrong. I made a mistake. The last, you know, decades... Yeah, we learned nothing. And that was very depressing to me. And again, very nihilistic and growing older and making mistakes and and living with life. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Here's a question for you. What is the thing, what do you think, because it was never addressed in the film, what do you think was the thing that Finn wanted to tell Ray when yeah, they were Yeah, th- I wrote that too. <laughs> I was like, this is how you know it's not a Ryan Johnson film, because that was never then again addressed. <laughs> they made one more joke about it with Poe. And it was never tied up. Nope. Uh, I think he was going to tell her he loved her, which was like out of left field yes. for me. Uh, arguably, like his attachment to Ray never quite felt like why it was so strong. Mm-hmm. I never quite understood but that. That that, that's what, that was my take as well. That was, um, but it just got dropped and moved on and never, never mentioned again. Yeah, I, I thought it would have been cool if they had killed everybody in those tar pits. Um, that would have been a bold choice. Oh, we all died. Cool. What? Where's the rest of the movie gonna go? Oh, okay. That would have put me on the edge of my seat. No, they yeah. were fine. They were just in a tunnel. 
um, that they got out of, yeah. even though the last guy who got trapped there died down there. Well, she she used life force to heal the snake creature, and and so the snake creature was cool with them oh. just going, leaving, leaving, <laughs> um, exiting the tunnel through the normal snake creature hole. Uh. Uh, I still felt I was still going okay. Poe is the pilot. P is for pilot. Poe is the pilot. <laughs> Finn is a stormtrooper. I can't keep them straight. I can't keep their names straight. Yeah. Poe po still pilot. has problems with women. Yeah, Poe had, had so much growth in the last movie that like, he just He just has a lot of problem with women um, in leadership positions. He yeah. knows best. He still knows best. Mm-hmm. Well, by the end of the movie, he gets to be in charge of everything. Right. So that's how... <laughs> I was like, that's why it was so disappointing for me to see them as generals. Um, yeah, well, and like the entirety of Poe's plot in The Last Jedi was like learning that suicide missions aren't the best choice. Mm-hmm. And like heroic There's sacrifice a big, isn't, picture. isn't the, the best option. And so what does he do the moment he becomes in charge of everything? Suicide mission! <laughs> well, let's just throw all of our bodies at them and maybe our corpses will slow them down for a little mm-hmm. while. Yeah, big suicide mission. Um, Plus, the, the thing about Finn in the last two movies is he's a coward. Mm-hmm. Presumably he's grown um, in the time between yeah. Last Jedi and, and this one. Um, but has he grown enough to become a general? Like No. He's he's a main character, so we have he's to make him a general. He's a main character, and then we're just going to ignore all of the, the, the supporting kind of yeah. people really, of the Resistance I, again. I So Finn's story was the least interesting to me the first two times I watched, the or the first times I watched uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Although, like, watching Last Jedi a second time, I was like, oh, I actually do kind of like what they're doing with Finn. Like, having a cowardly main character. Like, having a guy who really isn't sure he wants to be there. He is not a chosen one in any particular mm-hmm. way. Um, and in, in Last Jedi, he's like, he's like he's bought into it a little more. Well, no, he, hasn't. he, he starts the movie running away. Like, he's like, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get on the skate pod and leave. Um, and then over the course of that movie, with, like, the Canto Bite stuff, like, learns that there really is a reason for him to be fighting. Like, learns that, like, no, really, I do believe in something. Like, having been screwed over and seeing sort of what... Um, Rose. Well, Rose shows him that. But then also the, sort of the opposite of that being the the guy, the, the criminal they hook up with. Yeah. Um, Benicio Del Toro's Yeah, Benicio characters. Del Toro's character. Like, is almost a shadow of what Finn could become. Yeah. Someone who only cares about himself, switches sides on a whim if that's what's convenient to him. Mm-hmm. And he sort of sees that, and that then becomes like this moment of change for him. And it's like, oh, I don't want to be that. I don't want to. I see the harm that that causes. Um, none of that gets brought up or mentioned or dealt with in any way in this movie. No, he's in, in this one, The Rise of Skywalker, he is no longer a coward. He is motivated. He's no anything? He's, yeah. He he was real boring as a character. I think the whole film was boring. Fair. I, I when we rewatched The Force Awakens, I was like, "This is boring." Yeah, and I think this one was boring too, mm-hmm. um, largely because the plot, like the action sequences, 
weren't advancing a plot in any ways. Yeah. You know, like, they're trying to get away from the stormtroopers, but what is happening in the fight isn't actually... Tied to any of that. Yeah, tied. Yeah. By, well, like, beat by beat, objective by objective. Such a MacGuffin-heavy plot. Like, oh, we've got to find Palpatine. We've got we've got 18 hours or something to find Palpatine. Right, we got to find... We, we have no sense of that time pressure. Um, which is weird, because, like, Last Jedi had a ton of time pressure. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we are being chased. We are going to run out of fuel. It is literally, like... Which is why Poe is the way he is. It's like, we've got to do something. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't understand the bigger picture. But, like, there is a very hard time limit. And we see them fail as that time limit goes. We see them start losing ships. And they're catching up. And, like, that's a big deal. None of the time pressure in this movie felt real to me. Or, like, well, why do we have 18 hours exactly to, to find him and solve this? Because that's when he's going to launch them? Right, and then we go out and we looked for the dagger, we find the dagger, we, we can't get it translated, <laughs> it's, and then we have to find the map, we have to go get the crystal. Oh no, the crystal's been destroyed, now we don't... Yeah. But then we find another crystal. Yeah, and, we, were, we were chasing MacGuffins the whole time. Um, and it was... It felt long. It was two and a half hours. It felt longer. Yeah. It felt Whereas long. I think Last Jedi was about the same length. Yeah. And, and it did not feel long. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was it was very driven by the plot. Like, what was happening made sense and mattered. And, and it was interesting. And, it was, and interesting. it was, you know, and you felt something. Yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah, it was a long movie. Um. Oh, yeah, Kylo Ren put his mask back on. Again, erasing any growth that he had had over the course of the previous films. And it looked bad with the reds. It looked like paint <laughs> on the helmet to make yeah, those right. Yeah, a variant action figure. Yeah. I think I was also mad. I was real mad because, to me, Kylo Ren came out as the most interesting character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Adam Driver did really well. Yeah, like he's, I mean, he's a, a Juilliard grad. Yeah, like, he knows good. how to act. But I was really mad because... We have this female protagonist. Mm-hmm. I want her to be the more ch- interesting. Um, and maybe that's like too too feministy of me. I think Daisy Ridley did well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, to, well, go ahead. but all she could do was be intense into the camera yeah, because react. the story wasn't yeah. there for yeah. her for her character. Um, and yes, she was doing good intensity mm-hmm. to the camera. Yeah. Well, and then in. in- I keep going back to The Last Jedi because that movie has only gotten better in contrast to Rise of Skywalker. But, like, her and Driver playing off each other throughout that movie works really well. Mm-hmm. And they're barely even in the same shot together, like, because of the yeah. way it works. Yeah. Um, works really well. It's yeah. very interesting. They both are on sort of this journey of Kylo Ren becoming disillusioned with having to follow Snoke's orders. And... Uh, Ray sort of struggling with like, oh, this great master I thought was going to be amazing is a huge disappointment. Right. And like, those are really interesting parallel paths. And they sort of, and they talk to each other about it and they're struggling with this and they're like, maybe we should work together. You know, take my hand. We can do this. We can do, forge a new way. Again, sort of the expectations mm-hmm. that I thought was being set up. None of that mattered. <laughs> and none of that matched here. They just occasionally, Kylo Ren shows up and is like, okay, we're going to fight. Right, it felt like, oh, this is, we set up these parallel visions that they were having in the yeah. previous movie, so we'll just have parallel visions yeah. again. Also, again, I don't like to get caught up in, like, the rules of the Force. It was, however, clearly established that neither Kylo nor Ren, or Rey, 
were responsible for that parallel vision. That was something Snoke was doing. Right. Because neither of them were strong enough to do it. And then in this movie, oh, they can do it. Not only can they do it, but they can, like, grab things from each other and... This is... I, I read it this way. Okay. As that, no, they actually... Snook was lying when he said he bridged their minds. Okay. They actually were powerful enough to do it. Um, I can Snook buy that. Snook was lying the whole time because he was actually <laughs> Palpatine. So... He was just manipulating. He was just one of a dozen Snoke except clones. That, except that Palpatine doesn't realize at the very end that they're a dyad. <laughs> it just seems like if he was so in tune to these two force aficionados, yeah. he would have realized they were a Yeah, I don't dyad. know if a dyad is a thing that existed before this movie. Other than, well, we've got these two sort of parallel protagonists. Let's make up a force reason for them to be. Because that's, if I've learned nothing else, it's that everything in Star Wars is dictated by the Force. Um, much to my chagrin. <laughs> and the Force has a light side and it has a dark side. And those are inviolable. There's a word there. Inviolably. Oh. Unchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> they cannot be changed. There is always a dark and a light. No third path, no blending, no Well, again, grays. I think that's what The Last Jedi set up. <laughs> yes, it's absolutely what The Last Jedi when, set up. What do you see? I see hope. I see uh-huh. disaster. Like, and there's, you know, and it's in nature. Like Nuance. <laughs> there is. Uh, uh, yeah, but no, we didn't have that. We just had good and bad. And good one good this one, time. Because good wins always every time. Because the light always is stronger. Yep. Whether or not that's the movie, the, the story the movie's actually put forth... Um, that's what they say. Um, so overall, I'm, I think I'm just mad at J.J. Abrams for rebooting it. Um, I think I'm going to increasingly get mad at his Star Trek rebooting (laughs) as well. That's a different... I've been mad at his Star Trek reboot for a long time. I hadn't thought about it that much, (laughs) but, um, I'm mad... I'm over here been mad at J.J. Abrams for Star Trek for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, but just from the first film, from killing Han Solo, like, and setting up, to me, it was it was good. it was hopeless from the beginning. Yeah, like that. And this does have life is hard, <laughs> and it's not over in your thirties. You have to keep going, and tragedy happens. And yeah, sometimes your kids are to the dark side, or they're suffering from addiction Mm -hmm. or they are just like kind of evil Mm -hmm. you don't have control over that necessarily and that's that's tragic and (sighs) yeah to be fair uh harrison ford wanted them to kill off han solo from like the first movie like a new hope first movie i mean that (laughs) that makes sense Mm -hmm. um looking back at the trilogy um that's i think i'm just mad in the way that it happened. it happened. Yeah. That it happened. It happened in a real dumb way. Right. Right. It was, we never we never saw we never got to see Luke or Leia or Han being happy. Yeah, this horrible thing happened to them and they all like they spread apart. Mhm. So not only is your child evil, but you lose all your good friends yeah. and over over it because I mean and that is something that happens after tragedy, often the mm-hmm. death of a child, like the parents may get divorced. Like, it, there's something emotionally that happens mm-hmm. there. But, um... We didn't see any of that in this movie. Or these well, movies, this yeah. is supposed to be a hopeful 
Mm-hmm. Like the original trilogy is a pretty hopeful yeah. well, franchise. They're, they're adventure and so, movies. They're they're supposed to be about like you know not necessarily good beating evil because we just saw that in this movie and it wasn't hopeful. But like they're relatively light. Like even the Last Jedi is a pretty light movie, all things considered. Yeah, once you come to terms with yeah the tragedy mm-hmm. that is Kylo Ren and <laughs> and what happened to yeah Han, Leia, and and Luke. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it doesn't give me hope for growing older. Um. We did learn that uh, Slug is friend. That was another Jenny Nicholson. She put Slug is friend on her bingo. Which, one, which one was Slug? The, big, the, little... the, the tall guy, the Slug-looking guy that oh, was on the okay. Morning Falcon okay. in the first scene, who was on like th- a poster for some reason and had like ten seconds of screen time. Okay, Slug is friend. Slug is friend. Also, um, I could not hear them pronounce the name of the planet that... The secret Sith planet that is on no maps. Um, I only ever heard them call it Eggsicle. That was about... I, was I didn't hear Eggsicle. Exegol. Exegol. Like E-X-O-G-O-L or something. But I always heard Eggsicle. And I'm like, that's a good name for a planet. <laughs> Poe. Pilot. P is for pilot. Poe. <laughs> Uh, Exicle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... I'm just looking at my notes again, yeah. Um, apparently, uh, that was a thing, that, that was a reveal, a revelation. I don't remember the full details of it, but I wrote it down like, oh, actually, Luke was looking for Exicle the whole time, not abandoning his principles to be a hermit. Like, he was... That wasn't, like, he, he got stuck on that planet, or he had left to go find Exicle the first time. He didn't leave to go be a hermit. He just became a hermit when he couldn't find it. Um, further re- just negating what it was. Uh, they had a newer, cuter droid. That was the thing they did. Because the droids keep getting smaller and cuter over the course of the movies. And Dio. Or D-Zero. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. These things didn't, didn't make you enjoy the film, Amy? No. <laughs> smaller, cuter. A droid with anxiety? Who doesn't like to be touched? Nope. No? Okay. No, I was, I'm... I'm real done. I'm real done with this film. We blew up another planet? That was that was a thing. Cause now it's getting easier and easier to... Blow up planets. Blow up planets. <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about Hux. <laughs> that was another terrible line! I'm the spy. Why are you helping us? I am the spy. What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Oh, you just want Kylo Ren to lose. You don't care who wins. That has not been... Like, yes, you hate Kylo Ren. I, I get that. I get a lot of You're, people were also shipping you with uh, Kylo, but... I mean, I get that. But you absolutely wanted the dark side to win. Like, like go back to the first... Or to the the first of this trilogy, like, Hux was a true believer. Like, he was in on the First Order. Nope, I want want Kylo to It's almost like they took a couple of dartboards, and they're like, how are we going to solve this problem? Hux is a spy. Hux is a spy. And then they get shot, because new general knows Figures out that he must be the spy. So that went nowhere. So fast. that's how also the good guys get off of the sh- bed, yeah. ship, whatever. Because Hux was the spy. He was the spy. He, yeah. He doesn't want Kylo 
to win at the expense of yeah. the Empire, the First Order, whatever, the Final Order. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all always the same. And it's just going to come back. Because Belkin's going to come back. Or we're gonna some other Sith Master. A new planet-destroying device. Again. 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 I mean, if you think about it, not counting the prequels, where I think no planets were destroyed... Almost every Star Wars movie has something that destroys planets. <laughs> They're very common. They're very common now. Very common. Oh, that was another person who almost died but didn't. Because the planet they blew up was the one where the little... The little mechanic... Oh, yeah, yeah. And the other smuggler. Yeah, they were both on that friend, planet. But they got off before but they got it off was before it blew up. destroyed. Oh, no, they died. Nope. And they came to help at the end. Um, all, can we talk about the cinematography of the last bit of the film when she's back on that original, whatever Luke's planet was, his farmer planet. Tatooine. Tatooine. Is that why the Mandalorian met the Jawa? We uh, don't know. I, we don't know. I don't know if the Jawa are a spacefaring species. Fair enough. I'm just putting the Mandalorian in a whole different camp now from Star yeah, Wars. The Mandal- yeah, Star Wars is no longer canon. Only the Mandalorian is canon. <laughs> I'm writing off the rest yeah. of Star Wars and just keeping We haven't finished it, but if it ends badly, <laughs> like Star Wars... We might have to write off Star Wars for a while. Uh, I know, I might be in bed for the next month, <laughs> is all that I'm saying. I need a little hope, is, is what I need, is I need a little hope. Um, okay, so she goes back to Luke's planet with yeah. the double sun, which is also how The Last Jedi ends. <laughs> and The Last Jedi has so much more emotional resonance because it's Luke seeing the double suns. Yes. But what a connection does Rey have to she, it? Her, her, her almost boyfriend's mom's brother lived on Tatooine. <laughs> Well, no, not so much she go back to, t- to Tatooine. She, she goes and finds farm. his farm. And she's going to, I don't know, be a moisture farmer now, I guess? I don't know. Well, she buried her two lightsabers and then pulled out a third one. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm sure someone can explain it to me. I don't care I think she point. was. I think she was burying Luke and Leia's Skywalkers. Or si- lightsabers. Um, and then pulling out her own, because she didn't need those two anymore. Well, she gets Luke's lightsaber. She gets it in The Last Jedi. She climbs down and gets it from well, the... Well, yeah, no, but... I, mean, that's, those, I think those are the ones... Well, I think those are the ones she was burying. Yeah, I thought it was Luke and Leia's. Although, it was the... The one she gave Luke... Because there there's, a, there's a missing lightsaber. Because there's Anakin's lightsaber, which is the one Luke uses in A New Hope. And then by The Last Jedi, he's got the green one, which is his own, that he built after learning how between movies Mm -hmm. then that's the one that she brings back to him it's not the one he made but the Anakin Skywalker one which is more important Um, that's the one he throws away I don't know if the green one came back or if that was the one she was using I I don't don't care I don't care (laughs) I don't care that's fair did you see Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a song I did I don't know where it showed up I don't either. Maybe in a cantina in the background somewhere. It did not... There was never, like, a musical moment. Maybe they cut that, too. Maybe they cut that, too. But they left the Ewoks in. We got to see the Ewoks one more time. Which makes it resonate again as just the return of the Jedi. Yeah. (laughs) 
Nothing has changed. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Yeah. Oh, this was my favorite line. Um, I wrote it down because it was so bad. Uh, Vader, not Vader, Palpatine is killing Ray in his big moment. And he's like, no scavenger girl can match me. But I'm Palpatine. <laughs> not a scavenger girl. That's been established now. Well, I, and I also write down... Why did Palpatine tell Kylo Ren to kill Rey if he really wanted Rey to come and kill Palpatine? <laughs> did he just know that Kylo, like, was bad at his wouldn't job? do that and somehow that would motivate Rey to come <laughs> kill It's a great question, Palpatine? Amy. I don't know the answer. I don't think the writers know the answer. <laughs> I don't think the film knows the answer. Yeah, um... Yeah. Oh, and apparently everyone knew she was a Palpatine the whole time. But they suspected. Yeah. Well, I think Leo had like force, force visions. Force visions. Um. So that this so it's it that's one of those retcons. We're like, oh yeah, no, they knew the whole time. They, they suspected. They suspected. And that's why Luke didn't want to train her, or I don't know. Luke didn't know in the Last Jedi. I, I no. that wasn't no. Luke had no idea in The Last Jedi. We can retcon all you want, but if you watch that movie, he's like, who's this chick? And why is she bothering me on my exile planet? There were just so many bad lines of dialogue. It was so stilted. I love the part uh, where Poe's girlfriend on the planet with the the other stormtrooper. Yeah. Um, No, not the other stormtrooper. Sorry. Poe's girlfriend, not Finn's girlfriend. Oh. P is for pilot. P is for pilot. P is for pilot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Poe's girlfriend who had the mask yeah um like hates him but then and is like you left us which is another example of like Poe being kind of terrible to women <laughs> she's like you left us to join the resistance and then like a scene later she's like you gotta go join the resistance yeah here's my get out of jail free card <laughs> You need to do this. They, and then, like, he echoes her line ba- later as to, like, why they have to do this. We have to have hope. And I was like, I thought she hated you for doing the thing you're doing now, but now she likes it. And then Poe wants to sleep with her again after all this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, Poe's kind of a dirtbag. <laughs> I, I did appreciate, too, that with that character, they had to show her eyes at one point. And as compared to, like, the Mandalorian, where so far... We haven't seen... There's been an entire show constructed around someone whose face we cannot see. Yes. And it's done beautifully. Yeah. Nope, we had to show... We had to show her face. Show her face. Yeah. Gotta so show those eyes. Ooh. Yeah. She She's not a Mandalorian. No. But... She's cool. I dug her. I thought she was fine. I'm sure they'll make a spinoff novel about her that'll be fine. Because everybody gets spinoff novels now. Um... Yeah, I think I'm about out of notes. Oh, yeah, sure, Han Solo shows up. But he was not a Force ghost. No, he was just in his mind. Memory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, so many things that just make me hate this movie. Um, Like, not only was the scene with Luke on the ghost, ghost Luke on the planet bad... But, like, literally, she's about to throw away the lightsaber into the fire. And is like, no, don't do that. And, like, grabs it to be dramatic. And it's just like, did we learn nothing? Everything was rewritten. 
Well, Kylo Ren threw his lightsaber away. He did. But he got another one. He he got his As it turned out, he needed he needed yeah. one. Well, um, and like... I wrote this down. The lightsaber isn't evil. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You can still use it. It doesn't make you evil. But you... In the world of Star Wars, the color of your lightsaber is an indication of, like, being a white hat or a black hat in an old yes. western. Yes, And so he, if he's given up the light, he's doing the light, he can't have a red lightsaber because then people would get confused. Yeah, but they're still wearing r- black and white clothing. <laughs> white, Ray, black, Kylo. Yeah, no nuance. They're still, they're still yeah. saying good and evil very... But he got his mom's lightsaber. I think. I don't know if that's the one he got. I couldn't keep track. He yeah. got another lightsaber, because she brought two. I'm mad we never got to see Carrie Fisher in a lightsaber fight. Well, we kind of did. Sort of. Sort of she's not a body double with a face. training <laughs> to be a Jedi. Um, yeah, also, and this is probably true of Darth Vader, too, by dying... Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren never has to deal with the consequences of like the tragic, the horrible things he's done. Yeah, no, he—that's redemption via death. He dies, so he doesn't have to. Yep. <laughs> he's a good guy now. It's okay. His parents are dead. So, oh, speaking of meaningless resonances, like the part where Ray stabs him by turning on her lightsaber in his stomach, like mirroring Han Solo's death in a way that, like, yes, that mirrors that visually. It has no thematic relationship whatsoever. And we fixed it anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters. Nothing matters. That's what I got at the end of this film. Uh-huh. But a lot of people liked it. And a lot of people thought it wrapped everything well and it was how they wanted it to end. So there's something that I'm not seeing. People can like things that are bad. Yeah. Well, people can have different opinions. Yeah. But I, this one, I was forlorn mm-hmm. at the at the end. Yeah, I did hear um, maybe one of the reasons that they put the mask back on Kylo Ren is because Adam Driver wouldn't sign his likeness rights over to the Disney parks, which sounds like a thing Adam Driver would do. Yeah. And so they got to put him in the mask. It's fine. I'm fine with that. Good job, Kylo. Oh, Kylo. The Knights of Ren. Kylo's stormtrooper baddie buddies that got mentioned in The Force Awakens as sort of like a throwaway thing. But this time they showed up and did nothing. Yep. (laughs) Ended up having to fight Kylo Ren. Yeah. That's it. That's all they did. And that was Star Wars. That was a Star War. That's the end Star of the Skywalker. We watched a Star. No, the Skywalker rose, Amy. Now we can have more Skywalkers. More Skywalkers. I'm just gonna watch the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I'd watch the Last Jedi again and just pretend the rest of the movies I, didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, and now I, now I actually <laughs> like the Last Jedi. And I, I appreciate what it had to say. I don't I don't think The Last Jedi is the film that we wanted, but it is the film that we needed. Yeah. Um, That's fair. I agree with that. And and I, I do think that is a good 
piece of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I like that one. I like Rogue One. Yeah. Which is... Um, Rogue One was fun. Was, but I've heard Solo's good. Yeah, we haven't seen Solo. Yeah. Uh, I like Donald Glover. He's in Solo. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Star Wars. Yeah. For now. <laughs> until the next film. Yeah, they're going to keep making more. Ryan Johnson was at one point lined up to do a whole trilogy unrelated to the Skywalker saga, which I'd be really interested in seeing still. But I'll I'll probably see every Ryan Johnson movie for a long time, mm-hmm. which is weird. I used to say that about uh, Christopher Nolan, and I've kind of given up on Chris Nolan. Well, I mean, people change. People change? Like no. <laughs> but Star Wars just told me everything's always the same. Yeah, but it did it with different directors. <laughs> oh, okay. And no more George Lucas. <laughs> no more George so, Lucas. yeah. Um, yeah. That's a Star Wars. We did see a Chris Nolan trailer for Tenant. It looked interesting. Yeah, it looked interesting. I like. I would watch it. John David. John David Washington. John. I don't know. Okay. The guy in Tenant. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah, so, and then it was a lot of previews we'd seen in the other yeah. films that we had. Did you talk about Free Guy? Had you seen that trailer before? I have not seen that trailer for Free Guy. I watched that trailer for, I think, the second or third time now in this movie. And it really feels like they're trying to do, like, they hired Ryan Reynolds to play Deadpool. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's all that Ryan Reynolds plays. (laughs) Well, fair. Which is, like, entertaining. Okay. Yeah. Um, But it does not look as well written as Deadpool does by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) Bad Boys for Life. Mulan. That was the first time I saw the Mulan trailer. That was the first time I've seen the Mulan trailer. I don't know if... It, is this going to be a musical? It is not a musical. It's not a musical. Um, and musicals it, can't be serious. It looks like they're going for a serious Yeah, tone. they're going very serious tone. And no musicals are ever serious. No, there's never been a single serious musical in the history of anything. <laughs> ever. <laughs> a sarcasm. Yeah. In case you couldn't Oh, it's fair to the original Mulan. Like, only the first third of that is a musical. Like, I listened to the soundtrack from Mulan recently, and it's like, oh, like, I remember this song, like, Bring Honor to Us All, and I'll Make a Man Out of mm-hmm. You. And then there was, like, maybe one other song, and then, like, the soundtrack ended. And I'm like, wait, was that it? Did they just stop making songs for the rest of the movie? Oops, we forgot. <laughs> and the answer was, yeah. There's no, there's no mu- movie songs after that. There's some, like, orchestration things. Um, and they did get rid of uh, Mushu. Mm-hmm. The dragon. The little dragon. But they have a phoenix. Eddie they have a phoenix. I don't think the phoenix talks. Yeah, okay. I, I think I'm... not in the voice of Eddie Murphy. I am in a very cynical, pessimistic <laughs> mood right now, so I don't think there's anything Disney can possibly do right mm-hmm. at the moment. But okay, cool, yeah. Mulan. <laughs> I did like the joke at the beginning of the Free Guy trailer from the company that brought you Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and a third movie. Little Mermaid, Lion King. We haven't had a... We're going to get a little... Yeah, we are. Absolutely. Beauty and the Beast. Cinderella. Cinderella. Brought you all three of those. Twice. Yeah, that shows a little, little like... Yeah, but it's very clearly self-deprecation. like... Self-deprecation. But it's the self-deprecation that Disney can do. Mm-hmm. Which is to say that still reinforces Disney owns everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still own all your media. Yeah, I think almost yeah. all of the trailers for stuff we saw were like Disney Fox productions. Yeah. Well, we've seen four movies in the theater in the last month. Yeah. After not seeing any movies in the theater yeah, for a long movies. time. Yeah. Uh, go watch Get Out. 
That's my review of Star Wars. That's an odd film to suggest. <laughs> Not Get Out. Sorry. Brain hard. Um, I'd say go watch The Mandalorian. Go watch the, no, what's the, what's the Ryan Johnson movie we just watched? Oh, Knives Out. Knives Out. Knives Out. Go watch Knives Out. Knives Out is a wonderful film. I haven't heard anyone say anything <laughs> negative about it. It does everything very well. Yeah, and I'm still laughing at that being Ryan Johnson's film opening opposite Star Wars. <laughs> like, I don't think it was intentional on anybody's part. I mean, it might have been. Probably not. Probably right. not. But, like, having having that up against, like, what they did to his movie. <laughs> yeah, they made, they made The Last Jedi worse. Yeah, yeah, and they're losing money on this one. I mean, they may not be losing money. They're not making, they're not as, making much as much as money want. as they had yeah, hoped. They it's still going to make a billion dollars because yeah. every Star Wars because we went to see it. Yeah. We went to see it. We had to. It was the last one. It ended the the yeah. trilogy of trilogies. I guess. Although there was no relationship to the prequels, other than Palpatine, who was in the prequels, and the Sith, which were in. Well, they're in the, all of them. Oh, okay. Like Jedi. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I was just trying to help it out. Yeah, yeah. That would have been... Man, movies with Mikey, like, oh, the the Empire came out of the Jedi at their best. Like, that would have been fascinating to see someone deal with. No, it's fine. It's fine. Anything else, Amy? Got anything? Any more notes? Any more complaints? I'm... Mm, you're sad. I am sad. I am so disappointed and so sad and so cynical. Um, I wrote they fly now. I wonder what that's about. Oh, the stormtroopers fly. Oh, yeah, stormtroopers and fly now. And then the message was, oh, they fly now? Oh, yeah. Or someone said that they fly yes, now? Yes, I think that's what it was. I think it was that was the dialogue they wrote down. Like, oh, they fly now. Yeah. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. No more movies for you. No more movies for you. <laughs> no more producing. No more movies for you. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's all it. I got. That's all I got. Um, you probably stopped listening already if you you loved it, <laughs> but opinions differ. Yeah. So. Say goodnight, Amy. <laughs> Good night, Amy.